Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and sitting opposite me is the reason why I have a very sore knee still. It's the one and only Dilruk Jaisinger. Thank you, Ben Lomas. First of all, I would resent that. Why am I the reason that you have a Well, I'm trying to work out. uh, For listeners, a couple of weeks ago, I did hurt my knee, and it still hurts. What does it have to do with me? uh, Because I think it could be to do with running. Ah, well, that's not to do with me. <laughs> yes, I can't as the help ambassador that. of Run Melbourne uh, yeah, and not... encouraging me to run, uh, yes. you're the reason I'm injured. Yeah. Anyway, compensation will be sought after, of course. <laughs> if only there was an audio proof that I sent you, you on that way. Hey, we got a guest in here. We have a very funny stand-up comedian friend of ours who's originally from Brisbane, but we're lucky enough to have her here in Melbourne. Please welcome Ree Down. Yay! I'm so glad you're here for this episode because you got to see Ben Lomas' uh, setup before the record <laughs> button. We did have the situation, uh, Ree, that he, uh, he, before he hit record, he started going. Going, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fitbit. <laughs> That's Look, really good. It's early also, in the dude, it's... my dad is a personal injury lawyer, so if you want to sue Dill, oh fuck you, oh, I'll, right. I'll get Greg on the phone. He'll sort you out. Your dad is Greg Larson. My dad is Greg, Greggy Larson, or Daddy Amazing. Larson. I call him Daddy Larson. No, I, do you think that he has a case? No. <laughs> I, well, I thought that you hear all these stories where some people have a case. Like, you right. know, like in America, you know, you hear those stories about someone who's trying to rob a place and they fall through a skylight and they land on a kitchen and there's like a yeah. really sharp, sharpy point, sharpie point or like a knife and then they hurt themselves and they sue the owners for having an unsafe house. Yeah, but that's America. We're in Australia, can't Well... Like, and yeah. also, this is a good reminder for all our listeners out there that we are not liable for anything we say in this, this podcast. Is in terms very of good deal, fucking idiot. Very good deal. Just a reminder that yeah. uh, your life is your responsibility. Your responsibility. Anything that we discuss in terms of the things we're trying, fitness and, and diet wise, we are just experimenting ourselves and cannot yes. be held accountable. We have reiterated many a times. We are not scientists. Yes. You should have a little statement at the beginning of your pod. My God. Get someone to read it really, really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Can we? get your dad to yeah, give us a little bit quick this yeah. how do we yeah, yeah surely in the, br- the 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 branch of comedy everything we say should be kind of cushioned as saying yeah. don't take us seriously just at the front zero liability yeah we yeah. have nothing yeah. to do with anything um, just jump right on the mic they're just a bit low perfect zero yeah actually that's probably a good idea usually yeah. it needs to be put down for me but this is um oh really yeah i feel powerful and tall now oh, see, yeah. look awesome. at that. see yeah look that does make a difference read down the first time we met i don't know if you remember this would have been about four years ago you were just visiting from brisbane uh mm. and um somehow the topic of weight issues came up and yeah. uh you told me about a uh, a pill that yeah do you remember this chat yeah i do what, two, were you this buying is what pills or two thick bitches get together <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so somehow we managed to just go straight into a chat about because it was it was the first time we met. I think um, it might have been in because, Brisbane uh, even. No, 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 no. I remember very clearly. It was at the back of the European Beer Cafe, and you came to watch another comedian, I think, to hang out with her, and then we just got chatting, and then somehow oh. I can't remember where. The Dill people... Dill is really good at remembering <laughs> when he meets people for the first time. Yeah, like I do not remember. I'm <laughs> like, really impressed because I care. <laughs> I'd be quite impressed because the only other person I know who does it that well is Dave O'Neill, right. who can seem to remember the first time he met people. But I just sometimes like it blends all into one. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're at the European Beer Cafe. Who were you support? Who were you see? I can't remember okay. who the comic yeah. was, or maybe I don't want to mention their name. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway, but uh, I uh, no no. Duramine. Uh, it was Duramine, huh? wasn't it? The, the the pill. Oh, I don't Not know. Yeah, yeah. I was like the yeah. same of a comedian. <laughs> Jeremiah, welcome to the stage. Jer- Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, tell me. So you told me about Peel and I went, oh, that's interesting because I was desperate enough to yeah. f- like find out any information at this point. This would have been like when I was at peak chunk. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I was quite keen to find out what your. So do you remember? So, so let's go. First of all, again, again, good reminder that this anything that we discuss here, yeah. please yeah. do your own research. I will not be liable for any duramine o- ODs. So how do you spell? <laughs> how listeners. do you spell it? What, how, what is it called? Duramine. D U R A M I N E. I think. Never heard of it. Okay. And so yeah, neither had I. So go ahead. So it was this thing. So actually, a friend was on it at the time. And uh, basically, it's uh, this—it's this like pill you take, and usually when you get it from doctors, it's like I'm literally at the point of desperation. Like, you know, if you go and you're like, I'm fucking—I hate my body. You, you kind of have to be at a certain yeah. point. So for it a is doctor. specifically originally for <laughs> weight loss. It's for weight loss, right. And you can it's- only take it for one month every year. So it's not something that you can be on right. for you know all the time because it's like taking like MDMA, like. You don't, like, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, the first time I took it reminds me of the first time I took MDMA because it's got, uh, like, whatever's put in speed is in Duramine. So okay. when you have it. Like pseudoephedrine, that kind of stuff. That kind of shit, yeah. So Ben's a pharmacist, so you can bring it back. <laughs> yeah. well, Zero liability. He's from, <laughs> He's from Amsterdam. Maybe up in Brunswick. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like, the first time I took it, um, your mouth gets really dry, you have, like, no hunger, um, and you're, like, talking really, really, really fast. Right. Uh, and it's, like, similar to I, taking, like, drugs. Is, so that's what it is. You just talk really fast and you don't have time to put food in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And then this happened, this happened, he wants to vote. No, 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 I'm not going to tell the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on a roll. I'm on a riff roll. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> and, yeah. so, and so it sort of keeps you active and suppresses your appetite. It, yeah, it really suppresses your ah, appetite, but it okay. also like speeds up your metabolism as well. As well, right. Yeah. Oh, God. So okay. it's like this really intense, oh, God, I don't even, I haven't had it for like a while. I. It's maybe been like two years since I took it. So, well, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, let's talk about some drawbacks. <laughs> because I feel like, again, yeah. we're like, guys, it's a magic pill that yeah, gives you for one month. You it, just- it's one of those classic things where it's it's when you've reached, when you when you have no many no options left. Like, it's like, I've, yeah. I, I feel like that is the step before getting gastric banding, for instance. Like, you yeah. know, when surgeons- And if anyone, like, again, something like gastric banding, I'm more on board with than this, no offense, with Duramine, because it's just, just purely because of the lack of knowledge around it for me. Whereas something like gastric band, it is conducted by medical professions yeah, and they've so. done it for... Well, you're not doing it at the back, <laughs> fucking back of Bunnings, are you? Well, <laughs> we say that now. Yeah, but I'm years. saying is that something like a gastric band is a, is a medical procedure that has been tested and tried and over and over again. But something like this, this pill always scares me because I think anything that sounds too good to be true always sends a little well, like, alarm bells. Well, I mean, bells. that's why they're like, you can only have it for a month. Yeah, well, what to stop people from getting it over and over? Well, yeah, I that's mean, a good you, point. It's in the same way that like if you went to a chemist to fill out a prescription, you're, it's like one of those things where you're on the list. So it has, it so it's has a prescription only. your it, prescription only. It has your information, so you can't get it again. I think I um, fucked that system. You can kind of really fuck that system once when I was like, I took them all for a month, and then I was like, I lost my pill. Uh, Can I get another one? And then I was like, I lost my whole packet. I 
you know, got it, only had it for a couple of days. Do you have to give your license? It's one of those things where you get gold, cold and flu tablets. <laughs> you know, you have to get gold, cold and flu tablets and you have to hand over your license. I don't need cold and flu. I get flu shots. Yeah. <laughs> the, um... Um, that actually gives you autism. I don't know if you know. <laughs> Oh, please, please don't please don't Zero liability. Zero liability. This has been a contentious issue. That's why I made the, the, back, the backlash has been huge. So, um, no, I, those ones, I just assume that if you can only have it for, like, can, can you then renew it the next month? No, you can only have it. You can Once go back year. a year yeah. to the doctor. So it's, it's supposed to be a starting point. So it's supposed to, it gives you a lot of energy. So it's supposed to give you the energy to go to the gym. It's supposed to give you that kickstart. You know when it, you know when you start going to the gym for the first time and it takes a while to see a difference. Yeah. Yes. So this kind of speeds up that process a little bit where oh. you can see a difference. So it's also a bit like personally, like I've, when I've had it, it also like you notice a really big difference in your body and that makes you want to keep going. Whereas okay. some people, like you, know, you go to the gym, you see nothing, you're like, what's the fucking point? Why am I doing this? Right, yep. right. The duramine, you know, pushes you forward that little bit extra. You're like, oh, my gosh, look, I'm feeling great. I'm not right. hungry. Um, and you, you still are hungry. Like you still want food but you're – like for someone like me, I'm like hungry all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you're eating beyond the point of actually f- satisfying a yeah. hunger. It's some kind of extra thing, whereas this seems yeah. to only deal with yeah. immediate hunger. And you're not like hungry for like a huge meal. You're like, oh, I could like have a snack. Right. And then you're like, I'll have like a healthy. And it, you know when, you, I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but like when I'm hungry, I'm like instant hungry. I need to eat now. With the Duramine, it was never that like ravenous, like I need to eat. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I have time to make myself some food instead of having to rush to McDonald's. Right, and just shoving a chocolate get... down your throat. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So how many stints of Duramine did you have, Len? I think three or four. Oh, wow, really? Okay. So, it, so, so over, about... over like over three, three years. Was it a particular month where you're like, it's Feb time, it's <laughs> D time? <laughs> I remember it probably would have been when I met you I was on it. Right. Because um, we were talking about it and that would have been festival when I came down to Melbourne. Oh, yeah, potentially. And right. that's probably why we were at Euro. Um, and I remember, like, wanting to – I knew I was going to Melbourne Festival. I hadn't been to Melbourne for comedy reasons before and I just wanted to, like, look and feel yourself. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so what were your – what were the – what was the – give us the stats, what was happening. Did you, did you, did you find it was working? <clears throat> it definitely worked for me. My problem comes from like more mental health stuff where it's like I think that pill would be great for someone who was like I'm ready, I'm ready to actually do this, Mm. where for me I was using it more of a temporary like oh I'll just do it this month like I remember oh, remember I did that like a year ah. ago I'm just gonna do it to feel so if you got like a like the comedy festival is coming I want to feel looking good yeah I feel good there so yeah. I'm gonna have it in March or yeah something and like I that. was I like it's so funny because I f- I you know. It's, I look back on so many years ago and how fat I always used to feel, and I look back at photos and I'm like, oh damn, right. you were fine, right? You were right, actually right, fine, right. but yeah, the Duramine, um, I always liked it because it meant I didn't eat. It right. sounds expensive. No, it, it was. It's maybe like a mm, hundred bucks for a month. When you oh, think yeah. of like oh, how, much, yeah, how exactly. much weight you lose in the first month, what did you lose? Do you remember roughly? 
Um, even without Duramine, depending on like how hard I go, I can, mm. I think in the first month I really tried it. I think I lost like 12 kilos. Yeah. Wow. So you're but similar with, to me and Ben where, where you have uh, I lose yo-yo. I quickly because yeah, then... of my body, <laughs> like my eating habits. Right. I'm a naturally like normally normal sized person. But because you overeat. because I've got so much like, yeah, overeating and such bad food. Right. As soon as I stop. Like, you just I can, come back to normal. Like yeah. even without Duramine, like anytime I've tried to lose weight, I can lose like five kilos in a week. Oh, wow. In a week. And it's not even like I'm not eating. It's just like I'm not eating bad food. And What's that's so, uh, all that bad shit that's stored goes away. How, how old are you at this point? T- turning 26 on Sunday. Yeah, right. So do you reckon like the younger metabolism as well, that definitely helps with? Totally. I miss yeah. that younger metabolism. I think that's. Right. Like the older I get, the more weight stays on my body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 100%. Ow, like, and look, it gets worse. Oh, it's oh awful. Because I eat the same now that I did a year ago and two years ago and three and four and five Mm. and like i mean uh, when i left high school i weighed 52 kilos that is half of what I weigh. <laughs> I love we're it. We're both just doing looking up into our brains, going, "Jesus!" I'm trying to get like, like yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. How, also, I didn't know how to react to that. I was like, "Is, yeah. is that good? Is that bad?" Is yeah, that I, I lost is 35 that... kilos. That means there was only 17 other yeah. kilos left to I create weigh... a redown. Yeah, I haven't checked my weight in a while, but I think I weigh like 110, 115. Whoa! Oh, so, yeah, so it's quite a bit, like nearly it's half. What you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that was just after high school. Yeah. So were you always sort of, were you generally uh, in the high school days, were you uh, sort of underweight? Not, I was never underweight. Yeah. When I left high school, I was in this like school of uh, excellence acting program, right? And I lost like. What five extra kilos. What it's an, it's a, acting an acting school? playhouse. It's an acting school in Queensland. Using the word excellence is just like... It's it's ballsy. Can That's we call this podcast? <laughs> this is a podcast of excellence. And, uh, <laughs> well, I, I did a gig where it was but the Business stressful. Excellence Awards. and, Ooh, and, yeah. and But at the same time, like, the, the town is going under <laughs> and there's not much excellence going on. Well, in that town, they're pretty doing their business fairly excellently. <laughs> and, uh, well, these guys were so stressful. And so during the showcase at the end of the year, um, sh- Tim Hewitt like, did it as well. Well, he was in that Previous program guest, as well. Jim, really? Tim, yeah, Tim Hewitt. Yeah. It was so stressful. Was he doing a lot of yelling while he was acting? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> was he Probably. trying to arm wrestle everyone? I think so. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I lost like six kilos in a week even though I was eating like so much every day. What do you reckon that was? Were you exercising more? I was more? like we were doing singing, dancing. Right, a lot everything. of movement, yeah. Um, and then I went in. I went into work and I fainted because oh, like fuck. my body wasn't getting the sustenance. everything that yeah, it needed. But to, to keep it going. I but think this, it was about 50 kilos shit. at that point. But this pattern though, because, you know, you can lose weight really quickly. Yeah. Can you stack it on as quickly? Um, I, I, I don't. Like the thing is, like okay, like to be f- f- totally real, I have McDonald's like every day, and that's not wow an exaggeration. Like mm. every single day, pretty okay, much. Okay, this What's is your go-to orders: large you, triple cheeseburger meal with an extra large fries and a low frozen Coke. Right. Wow. Every day. You're like M- day. just then you were like just like M M&M, and M just wrapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple cheese fries and Pokemon. Because no uh, onions, no pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Does the McDonald's people recognize you at yeah, this point? Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, so man. I went. I went through with Jonathan Schuster. Yeah. Okay. And because he lives near me, it's so no, often and, he, and he's the size of a fry. Yeah. He's so thin. <laughs> and he's always like, "Oh, you drop me home, I'll get you maccas." And uh, I was like, I you know just said to him, I was like, I "Just so you know, I'm like friends with everyone at McDonald's." Like, oh, yeah. And he was like, "Haha, okay." And then we pulled up to the window, and they're like, "Oh my god, Ree, hi, <laughs> how are you? You're with friends. What are you doing?" 
<laughs> so, Fuck, that's and, and it wasn't until that happened that I was like, oh, this is actually like not good. <laughs> I, actually, I actually hate this. Um, Every time they see like, me, they're like, hey. It's, it's like, like going to your drug dealer who knows you really well. Is that I know. Hey, man. But that, that's what it is. Yeah. It's an addiction. Is, yeah. Oh, is, without a doubt. That like is because because for me. I hate McDonald's because oh. of that reason. Yeah. What do you mean? Because there were periods when I was working in an office and I'd have to go out to Werribee and back and I found it excruciatingly hard to drive past without ordering something. Mm. Mm. Like I could not physically do it. And mine, I was able to reduce mine to just a large chocolate thick shake, uh, two cheeseburgers, used to be three, got it down to two, got it down to one, <laughs> mm. then it got down to six nuggets, uh, but then I nearly had an accident because it's hard to dip while driving. Oh, dude, you tell uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have a Schuster bed. No, no. At least you had a Jonathan Schuster. Yeah, Schuster's holding my sauce. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just because, um, yeah, I, I'd love to unpack because do you have to have it every day? Yeah. Like, how, and how, obviously how, I don't. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not like I will die if I don't have it. Of but course, like, yeah, yeah. But this like, is the compulsion. Even like with James over. and me. So like James, my, my boyfriend James. Yeah. We've been together for nine years, which mm. is like hilarious because when we met, that's when I was like at fifty kilos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so fucking beautiful. And then like, as it's so weird. As soon as I got a boyfriend who I really liked, and then as I got uh, my pee plates, like a couple of months after that, McDonald's was such a rare thing in my my home. Like my mum and dad, are, my dad had diabetes. My mum is so healthy, like she's so small and tiny and fit. Um, and my dad got over his diabetes, like because he had type. Uh, two, two, which is like two, if you yeah. eat healthy and you can you know, oh, get really? over it. Right, right, okay. So my Whereas dad the one is, is the one you're born with, and yeah, it's kind of an ongoing. You have to do the needles and everything. Right. So my dad, like, he ate like shit for his entire life. Like, and his his mum made him like fries every day. So I think I get my addictive personality from mm. my dad. But he's like holy than now thou because he's like I got rid of my diabetes and uh, look at yes. that. Yes, yeah. smugness. Yeah, that he's comes like with I drink uh, Coke Zero instead now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. wow, my hero. Um, we had Brad Oaks on. <laughs> uh, who talked about like how the heart attack that he had, and then afterwards, all the weight he's lost, mm. it sort of gets replaced with smugness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this yeah. really, we're better than you kind of attitude, and that's something that Ben and I need to be careful about every time we talk to <laughs> a guest who's trying to lose weight because we. I think uh, this happened with us when we had Adam Knox on, where because it's a sense of seeing a. a you know, like-minded person in Adam. We were like, oh, no, we were there exactly where you were yeah. a year ago. So there's almost this sense of wanting to, like, share as much information as we can to try and, you know, help someone get out of that. But at the same time, it's everyone's got their own kind of, you know, it's journey. When, it's when mothers with newborns or pregnant women get, like, bombarded with advice right. from other mums. Right. It's, it's well-intentioned. Like, oh, okay, no, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I... But- but just, just leave me, me the fuck alone. Yeah, exactly. Or like, I'll let you know when I'm ready to hear that. Ah, you know what I mean? That's a great Yeah, well. exactly. But, but then with the, with the, and I, I've heard that example being used a lot uh, because you're like, you know, it's there about caring for you, looking for the mum, looking for the baby. Mm. But the thing we had with Adam Knox as well is we, we didn't realise till while we He's were doing the episode. Or? He's been pregnant for a while. while, That we, out of nowhere, became a bit preachy. It kind of took us. Totally. We just took us by surprise. So we're just like, when we we meet people and we have other guests, we're actually quite conscious that, you know, each person is the journey. Dill and I needed each other to start it. I guess we were that pill. (laughs) Yeah. You know, to start 
podcast. The podcast was the yeah, exactly. The just something that kickstarted something uh, uh, yeah. a, a change, but obviously it was not a sustainable change initially. We can't keep having bets, yeah. but it was just something to start the process going. So mm. go back to what you were saying about your parents. So your parents were having a healthy lifestyle, generally speaking. Yeah, smug. Your dad had the smugness, blah blah yeah. blah. So. All of a sudden, you're now living alone with a partner. Well, not not even living alone. I was still living with my parents until I moved to Melbourne. But I got my pee plates, which means I could get McDonald's whenever you I want. wanted. Right. And I was so excited by that. And I started doing comedy when I was 17 as well. So I'd be coming back home from gigs, you know, being able to drive and everything. Mm. And I would there's a McDonald's right next to my house, um, you know, back in Brisbane. I would always stop in on the way home. Yeah. And so for me, it was more about at the time, and you know, and I look back at photos now and I'm like, oh, my God, like you were you were in really pretty good shape. You know, I was still going to the gym and stuff, but, you know, I was just like eating so much McDonald's and like it's just never stopped. Like it's so rare that I go a week without McDonald's. Like I don't know the last time that happened. Do you you understand how bad that is? Oh, my God. Yes. Like, yeah, no, I'm fully aware. Yeah, that 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 it's it's like eating it every day. Yeah, because I I used to do that, and I just created so much resentment for the letter M. This is, this is going way too Your deep. Partner's name's Maya. Yeah, and my daughter's <laughs> name's Minka, and my son's name's Mateo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't think it's McDonald's. That's a problem. <laughs> it's just it might like, be my family. So the classic example is I struggled so much with McDonald's mm. that I, I was a town planner at the time, and I got an application for a McDonald's sign, and the McDonald's sign had to go up in a new suburb out in the west, and it was overly ten meters tall and i was like fuck this shit it goes up all in the air so anyone who can see it from their houses driving anywhere you can see it from the horizon mm. and that's enough for people to go you know what i'm gonna eat shit food i'm not gonna cook healthy like it just annoyed yeah. me so i refused the application <laughs> i said you know what doesn't mean advertising so i just made up some bullshit and they were like i remember the guy going who do you think you are are you gonna go to vcat and take on McDonald's when you're completely yeah. in the wrong. I, and I remember Australia's and- Morgan Spurlock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who? The guy who did the, uh, the documentary about Maccas. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just that thing where it's like. I now- love that you laughed and then went, wait, what are you talking about? I actually didn't. I laughed to pretend to be smart. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I was like. I just made the character up. That's what <laughs> I'm say. But so, do, and that's the question. It's like, I've gone through this whole stage where I was addicted mm. to McDonald's. I couldn't drive past it. And it took a lot of work to be able to go, no. Now, I, since we've started the podcast, I have not been back. Wow. I've not been back. It's one of those big there last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so is that something, would you like to reduce your amount of Macca's intake? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I I saw you, the last proper catch-up we had was coming back me from Dil. St Kilda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Dill, yes. Um, me and Ben, we hang out all the time as well. All but, uh, the time, with our kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bring the cat, he has the kids, we have a good time. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ben Knight, he yes. said that thing to me about... Um, me and, me and Ben Knight are very good friends. He's like an older brother. And, uh, you know, if anyone listening to the podcast knows who Ben Knight is. Yeah, he's, he's a previous guest. Yeah. He's a... Is he- He's a. Oh my God, you're the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. He, 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 he did the pe- he's juggling his yeah, pecs in front of us. That's right. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good way to describe him. He's very, very fit. Yeah. Um, he's a delicious human being. He, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> Not for you? No, I, well, it's like, I always have like uh, female comics be like, oh my God, he's so pretty, but he's like truly a very brother sister relationship. Ah, between right, us. right, right, right. Um, and it's I funny fucked my brother, so that makes sense for me. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's yeah. so sick. Um, 
that, that's how walk we are. I'm like, yeah. whatever, man. I mean, if Ben Knight walked in with McDonald's. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> the dream. But um, so uh, Ben, you know, me and Ben will like, we'll go out to dinner and stuff and, you know, we'll go and get coffee or whatever. And it's always really funny because people look at us like, why is... Because we're similar ages and, and and whatever, and they were like, "Are they together? They couldn't possibly be." Because he's so, you know, buff and handsome. And I'm just like trudging along like a little <laughs> troll, smoking a cigarette. Yeah, he's drinking kombucha. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were we were hanging out. We had a big friendship day, and it lasted like ten hours. And uh, we, you know, did gigs and everything, and coffee, and then had like late night dinner and everything. And as we were hopping in the car to go to dinner, he just goes, um. <clears throat> So how much weight are you going to lose, Ray? <laughs> just, oh, just, just pulls that out straight <laughs> away. I was like, what? And he was like, you need to lose weight. How much weight are you going to lose? And then he was like, don't have McDonald's for the entire week. Now, how do you feel when someone says that? Because this goes back to the pregnancy uh, chat where it's like, hey, I know you mean well, but I'm not ready to talk about this. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, you know um, that the intentions are good. But because I think that there's a few listeners here who might be in that situation where they that's something that me I know I was in for like 30 years mm. where I'm like oh I know I need to lose weight but I just can't get this shit together right now I'm too stressed about whatever I'm trying to deal with my quitting drinking I'm trying to deal with my yeah. stress whatever I'm like I'll deal with the food another time you know so how do you feel in that moment when someone you I know I guess it depends who the person is like when Ben says it like he's very fitness and health orientated mm. in the same way that like when my mum talks to me about that kind of stuff like they're uh, a person close in my life and I mm. and I know and also like for Ben I like the bluntness of it like he's not trying to be like so how are you what are you eating at the, do you know what I mean I kind of like him being like you need to fucking lose weight right because I care about you but like right. it's also like he's a very good friend right and I don't know how I would take it if someone I didn't know as well but see I have come a, up to me and say that I don't me, know it's different I know totally but if, for me with the parents thing it's an interesting one mm, because I don't again, like it from my parents right, weirdly same. enough I've like, told them I've told mum and dad not or to even James ever, your partner yeah you're just yeah. like it, there's, there's an element with parents for me that I'm always like hey you guys need to love me regardless yeah I don't need you to you know, be happy for me that I'm eating better yeah. or I'm too fat or whatever. It's, it should be like neutral, even though they're more worried about health at the time. There's, yeah. But it's still, for me, it's not about health in my brain at this point. It's always been aesthetic issues. Like mm. I feel fat and I feel ugly and I feel unworthy of love. So I need my parents to go, hey, we don't care about that shit. We yeah. still like who yeah, you yeah. as a person. You know? But also <laughs> there's with parents in particular, is they'll always love you, but there'll be a point like my parents do where they're like, we're sick of telling you you're unhealthy. We mm. work in the health pre- uh, uh, health profession, so just take responsibility for yourself. Mm-mm. And that's the one, like, I think that's the hard one yeah. I find that is, you know, it, you're like, and Dil said as well, you have to be ready. Yeah. And have you, are, are you, do you feel like you're ready? Do you feel that's something that's in the future that you want to handle? Because you're aware that you need to lose weight. Yeah. You're aware that you need to eat less McDonald's. Do you see something in the horizon that will change that? You know, is that something you're working to to change that mindset? Yeah, I mean, like, so the past four months, so I took work off four months ago for three whole months because my mental health was, like, so bad. Mm. Like, I was being sent home from work because I'd come in, I'd be crying and there wouldn't even be a reason. It would just be like my mental, like I wasn't taking proper care of my mental health and I smoke and I eat like shit. Like if I weighed this much and I was eating healthy, like I wouldn't care. Like my issue with me isn't my size. I also feel like I carry my weight pretty well. Like it's not, you know, awful. 
I don't feel like super shitty about my body when I'm wearing clothes. It's like, you know, sex and nudity and hopping, seeing myself when I'm hopping into the shower. That's where the issue comes from. Right. Because I hang, I, all my weight hangs around like my butt and my stomach. Like I, I'm lucky enough that I've been able to like keep a waist. Right, right. Like I'm well, very that lucky. sort of takes time to let go as well. Like I, I think I've talked on the pod about losing weight and then finding like new ways to shame my body in terms yeah. of stretch marks and loose skin. It's just like, oh, here we go, brain. There you yeah. go, something new to fucking mess you <laughs> but, up with. You but know? yeah, like, but so yours, like yours mine's is more about health. health. Yeah. Correct. And, yeah. and so like I started going on antidepressants. Um, and this is something we chatted about as well. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, were yeah. saying it was the first time. Because I'd only just started yeah. on them. Yeah. yeah. and you, I'd never taken them before, even though I was diagnosed with depression and OCD and anxiety like, Eight years ago, I just never wanted to. How has them. your experience been in the last four months since you started uh, taking antidepressants? Really, really good, actually. Like, there's been some times I've forgotten to take them, and then that's a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, as in, if you forget, how quickly does it take? Like, what what, what, well, what does it look like? So, is it a daily pill? It's a daily pill, and, and she's like, you've... you need to take it like a really similar time every day. Okay. And so, like, for me. Like I'll go through like sometimes I'll go through a month and I take it every day and I'm like beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if I forget to take it for a couple of days, I'll lose my mind and I, I will have no idea why. Because right. on the on the medication, so like I'm a off the medication, I was very emotional all the time. Like would fall into really like deep dark slumps and mm-hmm. like you know couldn't get out of bed, would be crying all the time. But on the medication, I notice like I don't cry at all, right? Because my emotions aren't. I still tapered. feel happy and I can still feel sad, but they, my emotions aren't spiking. It just levels yeah. it out. Yeah. Not that I've yeah. ever taken it. And have you ever taken it? No. No. Tell tell for, for people who are listening that might be on the cusp of taking it or whatever, what was some of the like resistance to taking it in the first place? And do you regret not taking it sooner? I definitely regret not taking it sooner. I think it was just more out of ignorance than anything else. I had a friend who... Um, I look back at now and I'm like, that wouldn't have been the entire cause, but he came off antidepressants. He, you know, um, he'd been abused as a child and had become an alcoholic, um, like a really, like every single day, like a bottle of tequila. And you wouldn't Mm. even know he was drunk. He was really good at hiding it. Wow. Um, And he came (laughs) After a whole bottle. No, like. Surely you can tell after a whole bottle. Like this. You see the lemon squeeze on the side of (laughs) it. Well, I found them all under his bed. Just a worm coming out of your nose. And um, I helped um, him get into rehab. Right. um, And uh, he. he was like, you know, he came, he'd come off antidepressants and he was having seizures. But I have no idea if that's related to yeah. well, the old antidepressants he was on. He maybe he wasn't prescribed something that you would any anyone would be prescribed now. Maybe it was to do with his drinking as well. Right. So many different. So things. you saw that and got had a little bit of yeah, alarm bells. Yeah, it made about... me scared to right. take it. And it wasn't until I chatted to a doctor. Um, that you know, she's like, look, this isn't something that we're gonna put you on for forever. Um, you know, this is, you know, it's just a first, it's, you know, a first step. It's almost like a dual mind off. Almost, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and just, it's- just, sorry, just on that, it's like, cause I'm, I'm, you know, a fair bit older. I've had friends who've gone through that process as well, that they've, they've realized that they didn't want to get, they wanted to get on sooner. They've been able to level out their emotions. They've been able to get their shit together, be it exercise, be mm. more productive at work. But the issue I have now with like my friends who've then realized that they then now rely on it mm. and that now say some of them are needing to fall pregnant or stuff like that, you need to go off that medication. And it's just been really interesting for health reasons where you then have to go off it. And then they realize that when once they go off it, that they actually haven't done the work around mm. 
it to actually be able to get off it. So then there's a period where you actually then generally rely on it. It's not seen as an addiction, but also the reliance no, on yeah. it. You, you have to continually take that medication for some, in some cases, the rest of your life. And sometimes that's warranted. But I think nowadays there have been issues, especially 10 years ago, where people were just dishing it out. Yeah, totally. And then you're like, you're on it. And you're like, and you, I do feel better, but I'm not going to focus on the other things that would actually... Because now we're in like a band aid as opposed to. Yeah. I used to work in a methadone clinic. And so, you know, they would come in to, um, like, the clients would come in to get their, like, you know, suboxone or whatever, um, or subutex. Is that so for what methadone is basically if you're trying to wean yourself off? Uh, drugs. drugs, you yeah. go to a methadone clinic. So it's like a slower, yeah. sort of sl- smaller dose of something it's, to kind of keep it's you going? One, it's a smaller dose and two, it's clean. So it's right. made by, you yeah. know, like scientists right. in, a, in, a, <laughs> in a proper lab. As and opposed then, to bikies in a butter. Yeah. So like, you know, when it's, when it's clean um, and, you know, there's no uh, risk of harm except, you know, if someone stashes all of theirs and then they, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Out. But... Um, but the thing, like, so, like, the the problem I saw with that and the problem that a lot of the people who worked there saw with that is that people had been coming into the – some of those people had been coming into the methadone clinic for 15 years and they would pick up the smallest dose that wouldn't – like, if you or I wouldn't – it wouldn't register with us almost. Right. But for them, it's the mentality behind it. If I don't take this – Right. I'll go back. I'm going to go back. Yeah. And there's an element of and like – like, And that's another addiction is going like, yeah. I, if I don't have it, then, like, it's all going to fall apart. There's a ritual, and, then after, there's... and then after you finish work, you see those same people at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hi. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> there's a, they're serving you at Macca's yeah. going, okay, here's just one chip. Yeah. Yeah. I just I'm want like, a glass oh. of water. <laughs> but it is, it is the ritual. Ritual of uh, a lot of these things that we can't let go of. So it's yeah. a ritual of for me with boozing was that 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 compulsion to have something in my hand and keep sipping. James or is cigarette the is the same. It's like you just it's not that you necessarily want a cigarette, but that you're just not used to not having. So for me now, even with coffee to an extent, it's like the thing I look forward to the most in the yeah. morning. Like yeah. I don't like I feel like oh if I don't get it I'm gonna not function correctly like and it's the same thing with food like it's the same thing when if I don't have my breakfast I'm gonna be hangry and I can't get my shit done you know it's like mm. all it's it's not it's it's so, the 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 behavior is consistent for someone like me across the different it, it, whatever the item is in front of me yeah, is re- irrelevant ad- you've got, if you've got an addictive personality it's just about trying to fit like yeah. s- keep swapping. Something you're addicted to to something that's better, <laughs> and it's and it's the experience of that addiction. This just made me think of this, and I don't know if you have the same, but if you go over a mini speed hump, mm-hmm. like a mini speed hump, okay, right? Does that remind you of McDonald's? No. Okay, because I used to have this thing where it, there would be in the McDonald's. I used to go through all oh, the time. The there'd drive. be a dip where you go in there, and just that dip of knowing that you're going <laughs> you into the McDonald's because you know you're about to dip a nugget in. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that feeling of just going a little bit lower. That's I'm going, the strangest Pavlovian response. <laughs> I know it was too really urban planning I've ever heard. <laughs> but just going in like because I always think the the whole addiction thing. Like for me, like you know, and we've you know, Dylan and I both don't drink anymore. But mm. you know, the same thing was the ritual of knowing that before I was going to leave the house, that I would have already put a Cooper's Palal in the freezer mm. and would have set a timer to know that it's just before it's just frozen that I get out and have it. Like yeah. that addiction, that process. 
was all Ooh, part of the, the sound of the beer bottle opening is one of my favorite sounds. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, just or, or walking into a bottle shop and then the selection is so big, mm. you have to start again. I mean, my mm. my boyfriend, he's you know gone through all of that. He, he's still going through all of that stuff at the moment. And like you were talking about before, having a beer in your hand—that's what feels natural. And for him, a lot of it was social anxiety. Mm. And so instead of having to like try and figure out how to or where to take the conversation next. He'd be like, I gotta get another beer. Yeah. And he'd skull the beer he had. Yeah. And then he would go and get another one and give himself a break from talking, from talking to, people. to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. that one. I, I, there was a I knew exactly the same thing. That's really interesting. Where I would do the same thing, except mm. I'd go to the at a house party and go to the fridge and then just start doing the dishes. Really? At someone someone else's, else's house? Yeah, all the time because like, there's always dishes to do. And then yeah. everyone goes, oh, thanks so much for doing the dishes. Thanks for cleaning up. But really I just wanted to just be near the fridge, sing piss and not talk to people. Yeah. So and going back to the yeah, – yeah, the, the No, thing. I was going to say it's like really similar thing for James. Like he wouldn't even like, um, you know, go and like talk to everyone. His thing would be like, you know, I'm happy to stand in the corner and mm. watch the party happen with – my beer. Yeah. Like yeah. I've seen James down cartons of beer at yeah. parties by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like James yeah. sometimes would bring cartons and like well, you, like a slab. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Whole, slab, yeah. whole yeah, yeah, yeah. slab to himself. Is that a clean thing? You say cartons as well. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. I did 18 stubbies in one sitting once. Uh, was Fun. we were doing um this, you know that game Centurion? Yeah. And uh, where you sip a uh, 100 ml every uh, minute? Every, every minute. 100 oh minutes. And I did that for like uh, 178 minutes or something like that. I can't you remember. did 178. Have I got that right? <laughs> yeah. So I, oh, no, actually, it was nearly a, it's nearly a slab then, I think. Okay, either way, it was I was I spewed on 179, <laughs> which was annoying because if I pushed a little bit more, that would have been three hours of nonstop. Yeah. I'm That's lucky insane. I never, I've never been a big drinker. Yeah. Because right. I'm addicted to personality. Like if I got really into it. It would probably fuck me up. So, really what, are, what are your? I've, I've been addicted to like um, party drugs before, where mm-hmm. like I couldn't go out without them. I would do them like four or five times a week. How did you get that under control? I lost my job and I couldn't afford them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is why capitalism is a good idea sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, I lost my job. I couldn't afford. Like James, I uh, was taking them all the time. James and I went to Japan. But I came me, back but, and I got fired. Yeah, so but then like so now you can't afford it. So you know you just you can't you desperately want to have some party drugs, but you can't get them. How do you how do you push through that pain in that moment? Like what what what, what do you go through then? Are you angry? Are you grumpy or what, what um, happens? I just wouldn't go out. And that was the only time it's not like I was taking them at home or anything. It would just yeah. be like, right now I can't go out. And like right. um, you know, like James and I have been together for nine years. Going out was never like I was never super into it. I just liked an excuse to take the drugs. Mm. So as soon as they're going out, like I was like, I can't afford to go out and even buy a drink, let alone right. like buy drugs and like you know pay. Stay all the home good and bars watch train spotting. Like fifteen dollars. And nowadays, well. if you get two pints along the river, that's the same amount as a pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll still partake in it, but like it's a lot. Like I don't have the urge to do it all the time. Now. Right. So these days you can go to a party and go. Oh no, I'm I'm good. I don't need that. Yeah. And, oh, and then some days you go. You know what? Fucking, I feel like dropping some pills. Yeah. And yeah. also, like I don't know any dealers either. So oh, I'm, I'm I don't have. I don't have to introduce you to yeah, Could you? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do can a, you introduce me to your McDonald's guy? I, yeah, yeah, of course. I did have to do a pre-order like two months ago for MDMA for my birthday party five days ago. It's funny. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know anyone. I need to get it now. How, how many did you? Order? Um, James and I got. Three each. Wow. But it's 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 so funny because like I think like especially with the drug thing, it, yeah. in, in the Netherlands there was a period where mushrooms
mushrooms. You used to be able to buy mushrooms and then people would buy that in, in, in capsule form and they just go out and party. But then like one day uh, the government just stopped it because two people threw themselves out of uh, top oh, four shit. windows in hotels thinking they could fly and the government just within a week just said, it is banned. We cannot have this. It's a bad. But then what happens I is... I blame R. Kelly's song. There was, there, was yeah, a, there was a loophole that uh, takeaway joints could still sell uh, uh, like it was like weird old law where they could still sell uh, fruit and produce. So takeaway joints somehow were still able to sell magic mushrooms. So you could go in and go, you know what, can I get fries with mayonnaise? And also I want to trip balls and can I have a bag of Mexican mushrooms? I want my potassium, but yeah. also I hate my life. And then, and then in my head I was like, what is that the greatest combo that you can yeah. sell drugs and takeaway food at the one place? It was just a license to print money. That's actually really fun and nice. <laughs> so these four months you felt a little bit more uh, on top of things mentally? Yeah, and I yep. mean like. Um, I really want to cut down on my smoking because, I mean, so, you know, before I was like, James, I don't like it when James talks to me about that stuff because his his thing is like, I, you know, we want to have kids and I don't want to lose you and have to like raise our kids by myself, mm. like, which is pretty hard. It's a pretty hard that thing to hear. That is huge. It's a huge thing to hear. And that's, and James is like, I don't give a fuck about how much you weigh. Like, I think you're beautiful. He's like, I love a thick woman. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He's like, it, that's not about that. He's like, it's about like watching you right. put fucking toxic garbage into your body every single day. And like, it strains a lot of our relationship because I've just come off on break. I don't have any money and, I've you know, every day it's like, babe, please, can you please buy me McDonald's, please? Oh, wow. If, so it's almost like And then if like he doesn't, that... I feel, like, stressed. I'm yeah. like, no, but I, my body, I've, I've told it it's going to get it, like, please. And so he's like, you know, this week he was like, I'm not fucking buying you McDonald's anymore. You've started getting paid again. He's like, I'm not buying you cigarettes or McDonald's. Yeah, wow. But, I mean, he says that again every month as well, but he's like pretty But, but it's a tough position. puts him in such no, no, a it's shit not, position. It's not his fault. It's like mm-hmm. it's awful for him and it's awful for our relationship because he's like doing something he really, really doesn't want to do. And isn't it And like, then if he doesn't do it, then I'm sad and then he feels bad, which is not the way it should be. But he becomes feel- the enabler. Yeah. Do you feel the frustrations that I used to feel, which is that feeling of going, I know the real answer and there's something in me that's making me surpass that, you mm-hmm. know, these these things, these, as you say, like, oh, this is annoying for him. I know this, but still there's some part of my brain that says, who gives a shit? Just do it anyway. Yeah. That's a really difficult one to it's, break it's out It's really of. hard to, like, move past it and go, and, you know, when him, him say, no, babe, I'm not going to get you McDonald's, be like, okay. And yeah. just accept it. Like there's a there's this part of my brain that's like, no, fight him. Yeah, <laughs> fight, him. fight yeah. him. If you fight him hard enough, he'll get it. He'll for get you. it for you. Yeah, that's yeah. But then it's incredible. Just, which is awful for him. Of like course. I'm like I'm the. It's like he's the victim in that situation. Um, and and this he is tries for... really hard to fight against it. And this is from someone who has gone through that, and mm. I've been on and off with my partner coming up to 25 years. Yeah. So my tip to you yeah. <laughs> is that this dynamic that you currently have will get worse. Yeah. Before it gets better, because someone's got to someone's got to give, someone's got to make the hard decision, and it has to be you. Because yeah. my partner tried to do that with me. It's like you know, I don't want you to eat McDonald's. I don't want you to drink every second night. And it's not until I made the decision, I am blown away. That she stuck around. Sure, we broke up quite a few times, <laughs> but it's it's that because they see it in you. Yeah, I'm like, I was so sick of seeing you take it out on yourself, and that's yeah. the same thing. And then the idea of then having to buy it for you. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing that 
I think for him is the hard thing because he's Whoa. like not only like, you know, when I bite myself, he's like obviously like this is fucking shit and I hate it. But when I'm like there, like, please. Yeah, yeah. And it's and, hard and- for him as well because I'm like I don't have any money because I'm not mentally well enough to work. Mm. So, I mean, we've had a really, we had a really big, we've had a big discussion about it. We've had multiple little ones as well about like, I'm back at work now. There's no more responsibility on him. He's like, I'm not, he's like, I'm so like, he's never, he's very sweet with me. Um, and he's like, I'm, I'm so serious. He's like, I don't care like how many times you ask from now on, I'm not buying it for you anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's not my responsibility and I don't want to. So he's like, you've got a paycheck now. You have to figure the rest out by yourself. Yeah. And and the thing that's hard for James as well is he loves cooking. And he's like, he cooks really delicious, healthy meals all the time. But I'll still go out and get McDonald's. And the thing that I find interesting is when as soon as, Ben, you were describing the various things that your partner didn't want you to do. For mm. me, as soon as someone tells me, don't do this or don't do that, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, I feel I really like, like challenge. I'm, I'm like, how like, dare you? You, how dare you take me? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you don't think I'm like, uh, you don't think I can stop if I want to? And it's that thing of going like, oh, you don't think I know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, think yes. I fucking know? Because yeah. like, it's that thing of like. You kind of are constantly beating yourself up in the back of your head about right. it, right? And it's so when someone like, like dare say a word about it to you, your face, you're like, I fucking know. I remember saying, but they that, don't. If you're not telling them, they don't know that you're constantly thinking about right. it. Right. I remember you know saying I mean? something similar to my parents and my brother once, saying, "Hey, everything that you're saying to me, I say to myself on an hourly basis. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There's you're not bringing any new information to this brain. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's 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 fucking exhausting in here. Totally. Because I totally know what I'm meant to yeah, do and like, what I should." do i know so i don't need you to do to reinforce that i know what's happening and here. i think it's i just, just need you to be fucking just be my just show me a bit of compassion and i like, think i think we do that because it makes us the victim and th- so therefore we're not the bad guy for doing this to our family and friends and our body say that again i think that's why i do it because like if james says no i get to be upset or if james brings it up i get to be upset and instead of it being like, you need to take serious responsibility right. for your actions, Re. Right. Instead, then it becomes, you've hurt my feelings. Yes, like right. Like I'm the victim now. And then James is like, I'm sorry, I don't want to upset you. And then right. he's apologizing to me. And, and then that feels like it's, it's, it's a. It's one, it's incredibly manipulative. Yeah. Like, extremely. And, and two, it's, it's just complete denial of like your responsibility as I, a person. I think. Sorry, and so with that uh, denial, mm. do you uh, do you see uh, any steps forward where you want to change that? Yeah, so um, I keep getting off track, but yeah, so we've had this big discussion. Um, I've been on my medication now for for about four months, and I'm starting to feel good. I've started going back to work. One of my big things with work, I used to work from home, was anytime I did go into the office, I'd have a huge panic attack getting on public transport. So what I've started doing, I'm going, I'm having to work in the office um, when I'm, you know, returning to work and everything, is walking to the train station. Um, the fact that like how hard it used to be for me to leave my house, the fact that I'm like walking to the train station is a huge, Great. huge step. James right. has started going to the gym. He swapped out the booze costs for a gym membership. That's great. Um, and uh, basically, like, I'm, you know, I walk to the tram, I get on the tram, I walk to the train station. If I've got time, I'll just walk straight to the train station. And then I'm walking in the city, which used to just cause, like, the thought of that used to cause, like, right. hysteria, like, massive panic attacks. Now I'm walking. Um, James and I, um, what we've been doing a lot lately is, like, um, going for walks around the neighbourhood as well. 
Um, and like, uh, for example, even we had a friend's um, going away party a couple of weeks ago. I I suggested, which is like unheard of. I was like, let's walk home, and it took oh, us wow, like right. it took us like thirty minutes. And then I was like, why don't we walk past? I'll go get some cigarettes. Yeah. Um, and the, for me, the thing is, is like I I'm a I compartmentalize things. Like I can't do everything at once. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so for me at the moment, I was like. My cigarettes is not something that's going to be an easy thing. Um, so for me, I'd rather. And now that I've started being concentrating on like my emotional spikes and they're under control, yeah, is like getting healthy and losing weight, which I have in the right. past. In the past month, I've lost a couple of kilos. Awesome. Um, I, I, yeah, and I would say that was. I even looked at photos of myself from my birthday party on the weekend, and I was like, oh damn. <laughs> like you know, like it, it's not like a huge difference, but, but I was like, I had a like a crop jumper on yeah. and like the jumper was like up under my tits and I had this like nice little line on my <laughs> stomach I was like okay like yeah, yeah whereas yeah. like if I had taken a photo like that it would have been like everything like you know you know when you see the line sticking out over jeans or skirts or whatever right I would have been like oh god yuck no I can't post that and I like post all these photos and I was, you know <laughs> felt I had a because I, you know, took drugs, but uh, so I got really hot, <laughs> even though it was cold. And I had this like nice little crop top on, and you know, usually like I wouldn't like to have my arms showing it or anything. And just like even walking every yeah. day has made a difference. Yeah, I think great. I think what one of the key things that I learned from what's what I'm going through is about that it's okay to deal with one thing at a time. Totally. Try and just put out one fight. Like so the idea is that like. I think I try to talk about this on stage in my show. It's something like the analogy being like, if your kitchen's on fire, deal with the kitchen first. Mm. Don't worry about the toilet not flushing properly. But don't pretend that the toilet doesn't smell like shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the worst thing you can do is like, my mental health is shit, but I feel I'm healthy physically. It's like, no, no, no. I'm like, I've been putting a lot of bad shit into my body in terms of pizza and milkshakes. Yeah. So I know this needs to be fucking fixed at some point. Yeah. But right now it's not a priority. Right now I need to make, get my head sorted first. So I put the kitchen fire out first. Right. Yeah. So I I think that's, there is I, that's really interesting because you don't use your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a real stretch of analogy. I had to try and relate to the common man. Uh, I was like, put, put, put out your Uber Eats <laughs> that's burning up in the microwave. I, first. I, I have a good analogy for you. <laughs> yes, please. Go. I have OCD, right? right. So I. I clean my house every day, basically. So it's not always scrubbing the floors and everything, but it, I have to check every cupboard and every cabinet to make sure everything's still neat. And what I do is I turn all the lights on and as I go room by room, I turn the lights off. Right. And what I do first is do all the easy rooms. So like the office, right. no one uses the office that much. Like the kitchen the and quick the bedroom. Wins. The kitchen and bedroom wins. are right. usually last at the harder things to tackle. Man, you're living in a house with an office. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two kids sleeping in the one room. <laughs> yeah, so I, I do like. Um, <laughs> Good point. I do like. Why do you have an office? <laughs> well, James has his own studio. Oh, okay, so right, right. Oh, there's a studio as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I do like the backyard. That's usually a quick yeah. scan. I don't. There's no cupboards. There's no. Right. You know, I do the car. I do the front garden. What front garden? For fuck's <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's don't, re- don't she's worry. renting. She's don't, renting. Don't worry about this popcorn. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Just keep going. And then I do the office i do like the hallway cupboard Mm. i do the bathroom i do the living room yeah and then i do the kitchen and the in the and the bedroom because those are the two things that are used the most right and usually have the most mess in them who does the uh the 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 pool (laughs) my butler i'm not a fucking freak (laughs) yeah um no but that's a really great point that you made my pool guy ben lomas (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a great point that you make because i think uh that's because starting with the small jobs first 
you sort of tick that off. You go, okay, I've done the easy one. So that's one already completed. Yeah. So there's a sense of accomplishment. Totally. And you already feel like, hey, I've already ticked one of the boxes off. I'm on a roll. And then you start taking tackling down the small wins first. So that when you get to the bigger ones, you're like, yeah, well, I'm already in this yeah. momentum, the like, momentum shift. When, right? like, so when I've done all the rooms and I've got only the kitchen left, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. This is nothing. Like, even though it's more work than the other rooms, it's still like, this is all I've got left. So with, with for me, me with physical activity because I had such resistance to the idea of of going for a walk or a run or the gym anything to do with fitness it mm. wasn't that I didn't like it it what it represented was some reason there was some resistance for me I didn't like the idea of being a healthy person for whatever reason right yeah. so I had to trick myself by saying literally my only task for the day was to put on my running shoes and track mm. suits and what like the the, the gear yeah. That's all. I, like literally, that was my only goal for the day. Yeah. And even then, I still couldn't do it some days. That's for whatever reason it resisted. So then, what I started doing is, I'm like, okay, keep it at the foot of the bed. So as soon as you wake up, it's there. You have to, you, you know, you, yeah. you you have to wear it. So I literally started having to go. Okay, I'll just put the running shoes on, and then would not commit to anything else. Mm. But after a while, I'm like, oh well, I'm already in the gear. I might as well just walk. So I'm going to go get a coffee or whatever. I'm like, just yeah. walk for 10 extra minutes. And you go, oh, fuck, I don't want to do it. I'm like, just walk for 10. It's yeah. fine. So it was that exactly, as you say, with cleaning of the room. For me, it was like these little, little tiny, tiny wins along the way. Yeah. That sort of gets that momentum going. Totally. And, and I was just thinking about that as well. It's like one thing I used to do in high school because I used to eat like I used to eat like lollies like all the time. Mm. One thing I would do specifically when it came to lollies and snacks and things that I didn't need I would say to myself, as soon as this has been eaten, it's gone. You don't have it anymore. Mm. Like it's literally a couple of seconds of joy and then it's gone. But then it's like all of this shit you have to go to the gym and work off. Oh. Yeah, and, which and, can be really problematic if you apply that to food in general. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, you know, I've yeah. had my own little eating disorders through high school and stuff like that. But once I figured out that is a really good thing when it comes to shitty food you shouldn't be putting in your right. body. It's it works a treat, and and I think because we've got to wrap up, but I think it, I think Dill and both of you touch on it as well. It's like it's those little steps. It's mm. putting those little mm. steps uh, in place to be able to then set you off. And one of our yeah. listeners, like uh, used uh, for instance Dill's example about just put on the gear, and then it changes. And then I think it was I don't know if you got that message where he actually slept in the gear. So really? when he woke up in the morning, he was just like, oh, fuck, it's on. I might as well just <laughs> go do it. And you're just like. Right. And there's a, and there's a great book called uh, Little Bets by Peter Sims. And he talks about just creating those little bets and those little challenges that once yeah. you put that little step forward and getting that momentum that it just builds up and builds up. And yeah. That's a great book to read as well. The, um, the and you get to feel proud of yourself too. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. It's a little bit like, so I was feeling extremely overwhelmed by the shit I had to get done yeah. on um, for the next couple of weeks before I head off to Edinburgh. And I just threw in the towel and on Sunday I was saying to Ben on a previous <laughs> podcast right. where I just had like 1.5 liters of ice cream I watched season, season three of Stranger Things I just yes. ordered Uber Eats. yeah it was just like a dill day of a just treat enjoy. yourself day if you treat will. yourself day. <laughs> we, we have a treat yourself uh, little <laughs> Facebook group where we send each other what we've been doing to treat ourselves so nails, most recently it was nails yeah. whenever I go get a pedicure or manicure uh, I send or you them get photos your, your little monobrow, monobrow yeah, shaved yeah. or redone yeah totally your haircut you gotta treat yourself sometimes yeah. but 
I found that uh, then the next day, the Monday come, come, came around. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, just so much to do. Mm. Let's just start with a quick one. All right, I need to reply to this text that I've been sitting on for three days. Yes. Just send was, that off. Okay, me? the next one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yours was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? That's a great example. Yeah. Because you texted me over the weekend about um, you know the podcast and booking guests. And I just couldn't deal with any of it yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I was like, just start with small, small wins. And it might have been like you were definitely, yeah. I think it was absolutely you. Yeah, and, you know, it, it really was <laughs> you. It was like the first thing in the morning. And I knew okay. something was up. Like I yeah. was aware. Did yeah. you see how long it took me to reply to you yesterday? You're like 9 a.m. podcast tomorrow. Hmm? Yeah, and I, I didn't reply for a really long time. And then Dill threatened me with an 8 a.m. Friday podcast. And I was like, no, I'd love to do the one tomorrow. That's so good. <laughs> Thank Did you, you feel like it was a <laughs> No, I didn't feel like I was, it was Because I was feeling bad about making it so early because <laughs> no. I know you love the I have drugs. been awake. <laughs> Awake since 3 a.m. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay, so we should wrap up. But to finish yep. off, though, I would say, like, uh, yeah, going back to that idea, taking care of whatever is the biggest priority at the moment yeah. is probably the best way to go about it. Tim Ferriss, I believe my brother uh, said that he said, like, if you're trying to fix, uh, get rid of bad habits, it's good to do a bunch in a row. But if you're trying to add good habits, do one at a time. Totally. So it's maybe something along those lines where I think. The fact that you're aware means that you're already leagues ahead of most people who might be in denial about the situation yeah. where you go, look, no, no, I need to fix this fucking head first and then I'll deal with the cigarettes and Maccas. You know what I mean? Like it's totally. almost like – and that key point is not like something I talk to Nikki Britton a lot about, which is not shaming yourself for having those moments yeah. and knowing that whatever this compulsion to do this bad behavior, whatever, whether it's cigarettes or in my case like ice cream or whatever, mm. it isn't me. It is like a younger version of me that told my brain that this is how we can seek comfort. So almost feeling like compassion for that side of your brain that thinks it's it's a good solution. Totally. You're like, hey, no, no, buddy. I like, I know you think it's a good solution, but it's not. <laughs> it, you know, you can have it if you want, but like, sure. you almost have to talk to yourself <laughs> like a child, going, hey, you can have it if you want, but just know that it's, it's probably not going to help you. But yeah. if you want it, go for it. Like almost having to remind yourself that you're not a bad person just because you have these overwhelming compulsions. Like, I do this thing every time I do something good. I call my mom. Oh, tell me about that. I like that. Let's finish on that. That she, sounds like a positive. Um, note. My mom is. She's very supportive. She's yeah. very lovely, and. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, when I catch the train, I usually I'll give her a call and I'll be like, hey, I'm on the train. And she's that's like, good so job. Good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of babying. No, 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 but that's it. That's it. That's like, um, so or I'll small. be like, I went for a walk today or like something like that. Yeah. And like, you, you know, not, not everyone maybe has that relationship with their mum, but like yeah. find your own Sherelle down. It's, <laughs> it's really, it's honestly nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> note to finish and find your own Sherelle down. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I still and, uh, do it with we, my we kids. We sort of had yeah. it with, uh, with the, some of our listeners who have texted us uh, on Instagram saying, we hey. texted you? I guess, whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been uh, doing ABC me. Radio. Text us on 0437. <laughs> no, but who have text, uh, sent messages saying, hey, this is how much I've lost or, hey, I went for my first 2K run. It's yeah. like it's yeah. small wins, but they're huge because it's like I know how difficult it is to put my clothes on for running, yeah. let yeah. alone do the run. You ben know? Knight messaged me every day for that weeping like have you had mcdonald's and, oh, if really? I, and if I had it, um, James had to send him a photo of me in, in bed, like Love it. crunched over. And <laughs> that happened twice. But I mean, I still ate McDonald's less that week because 
Mate, and suggested it. Ray, thank, thank you, you so, much. <laughs> so much for coming. Where Thanks can for sharing so much yeah. as well? I really, really appreciate it. Where um, can people find you? Uh, just read out on Instagram, Twitter. Maccas in Northbury. <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> in uh, Footscray. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But yeah, what was your uh, social media? Yeah. Read down. Just and read just read down. R H I D O W N. And no, any uh, gig uh, shows to promote? Um, this means- might come out in like a, a couple of weeks or three. Oh, sick. Well, me and Sam Peterson are starting a podcast. Oh, yeah, here we go. I'm doing it. I'm starting a podcast with Sam Peterson. It's called Fan Friction. And we're just going to read Fan Friction out and it's going to be fucked. I love Sammy Peterson. It's really, it's for the simple-minded people. (laughs) (laughs) If you're dumb as fuck, (laughs) you'll like our podcast. Awesome. Uh, Dilruk J on all the social media. Um, I'm Ben Lomas Comic. Uh, Again, you know, shoot us a message. Uh, The Nath Valvo tally uh, continues and we absolutely love it. (laughs) And uh, so make sure you let us know how much you've lost weight. And again, uh, please share the podcast. Our podcast is growing and growing and uh, we want to do another live show again. So uh, hit a review on iTunes, uh, shoot us a message on Instagram. But uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Reese. See you next week. Bye. Bye.